is happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Getting settled here. All right. What's going on? How's your Tuesday? How is your week so far? Today is May 2nd, 2023. And uh, appreciate everyone joining us on today's show, like we do every Tuesday. Uh, going to be kind of a math-based show. Usually we talk math, math theory, math approach. Uh, today it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk uh, bias, how our bias can impact the way we watch and evaluate. Because watching and being able to live bet and evaluate what's going on during the game and after the game is really important. And that means evaluate what's happening on the, on the on, you know in the game, on the ice, on the court, on the field, whatever and evaluate our handicapping. How did we end up making that bet, and what can we learn moving forward? So we'll talk about that on today's show. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge online, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sportsbetteredge.com. Better Edge allows everyone out there to start betting risk-free. So whether you just started betting last week or you've been doing this for a while, it's, it's, it's so worth it because Better Edge, they take the vig away. Right, so so you don't, you're not paying the house tax. So theoretically, over the course of the long run, you're really not expected to lose anything at all. Now you're not going to be a, become a millionaire. You're not expected to win, but you're not expected to lose like you are everywhere else. So the great thing also about Better Edge, they're legal in in almost every single state. So if betting isn't legal in your state yet, it's very likely you can bet with Better Edge online. B e t t o r like sports better edge dot com. Put in promo code SBD. That's important. Okay. Promo code SBD, and uh, they'll give you a free 20 bucks if you put in that promo code. So, uh, And we get a little bit of credit, too, here on the show for sending you. So that's uh, betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so uh, let's get to it. Uh, this is an interesting topic because I understand both sides of the, of the coin here. Because I used to be such a huge sports fan. I mean, for most of my life, I was a giant Denver sports fan. The Avs, Nuggets, Rockies, Broncos. I mean, I, I was a the definition of a huge sports fanatic. And so, I mean, I, I still kind of have that, to be honest, with the, the CU Buffs, the college team. So it's, I mean, it's awesome. Obviously, Deion Sanders recently came, and it's, <laughs> it's hysterical how, you know, for, you know, decades, no one's talking about Colorado football, and you go to these games, and it's a quarter full, you know, and, and now we get Deion Sanders as the coach, and everyone's talking about CU, everyone's a fan, everyone's an expert on the team, it's, 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 it's great. I actually do a podcast for CU, it's called uh, the Buffs Nation Podcast, been doing it for like four years, I think, four seasons, and let me tell you, the last couple seasons were pretty bleak. But uh, either way, uh, that's probably the one team I'm still actually a fan, like a hardcore fan for. Besides that, I've learned with the Avs, Nuggets, Broncos to kind of let that go. Because when you're a heavy fan, by definition, it's tough to watch a game and, and not have that bias. It's almost like being a parent. And I ask a parent how their kid did after any game. The, the, the kid on the field who was the best, their parents know he's going pro. And the kid on the field who was the worst, well, hey, they, stay, they still uh, play pretty well. Little, little, little Timmy still play pretty well. Right, so it's it's hard to be biased and be be fair. I understand that. That's why we have to understand we are human beings. We have a bias. All of us. I do. You do. The best sports betters out there do. Billy Walters has a bias, right? And it's understanding that we have one and not giving into it because at the end of the day, the bias isn't making the bets. We're making the bets. We're letting the bias be sort of like a a, a sunglasses filter when we're handicapping and, and deciding what to bet on. So we've got to understand that, that we've got biases, okay? If we understand that, we can actually make a lot better decisions when we're making our bets. And it's how you watch the games and trying to shed that bias the best you can that's going to make you a better sports better. So it's about watching the games, in my opinion, correctly. So how do we do this? 
like I said, you can't let the bias affect your decision-making. And what that means, like in real time, if you're watching a football game and your team that you bet on, it's a third and 10, you're down three and, you know, wrapping up the first half and your receiver, it's really a, a physical route. He draw, you know, he doesn't catch the ball and you're yelling at the TV. Oh, come on. It's pass interference. Come on. That's pass interference, right? That's my point is if you bet on the other team, would you be so adamant that was, was pass interference? Probably likely not. Right, you'd be go. Oh, there you go. Good defense. Good defense. Hey, they're not calling. They're good. They're playing. Letting them play today. So it's whatever team you're betting on that impacts how you watch a game. That's not a good way to watch. Now I get it. A lot of you out there, it, look. This is for also only if you want to improve your betting. If you want to take your betting to the next level, listen to this. If you want to keep betting recreationally and you enjoy the aspect of having that rush, having that thrill, you're putting some money on the line. I get it. You know, whatever. It's like, if that's your why you're betting, then keep doing that. This advice wouldn't really apply to you, right? Have some fun, bet on your team, cheer for your team, who cares? Or cheer for whatever team you bet on, who cares? But if you really want to start doing better and making more and making more educated decisions, you've got to understand that everyone's biased. I am in you are, like I said earlier. I'm going to watch that team and I'm going to want to say, oh, pass interference, pass interference. But then watch it. Be Try and be as honest as possible. Now, I'm not saying this is never pass interference. It may, be, it may be the most egregious bullshit pass interference call that you've never seen called in your life, and it should have been called, okay? But don't get in the habit of every time yelling pass interference. Get in the habit of saying, hmm, God damn it, you got to catch that. All right, let's watch the replay. Was it? Was it not? No, I mean, it looked like good defense. God damn. All right, let's go. Let's get him back on, on D. You know, like, that's the mindset you got to get in instead of always just yelling. And look, like I said, I have experience doing this. For for years, I was a fan, you know, as a fanatic, so I get it. And then when I first started betting sports, it's the same thing. I kind of had to learn how to get out of that because you get pissed off, you bet that way, and you lose money. So you can't let your, your bias affect your decision-making and then this, uh, this applies after the game as well. When you're going back and either watching tape or watching film or just thinking about the game you watched and how it's going to impact the way you bet on that team next week or the next game they play, you can't let your bias that you had during the game impact the way you're handicapping the game afterwards. And that's sort of what we all do. I mean, especially in a sport like the NFL or college football where we watch a team we have that one week to think about it and you get day after day and it's talked about and you think about it and you stew and then you have the next chance to bet on them the next week. And so during that week, we're thinking, and we're, 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 were they good? Were they bad? Whose fault was it? We want to blame somebody if we lost. And it's always like that, right? So every game you lose, if, if every game you watch and you lose, oh, I got screwed. Oh, I got screwed. Oh, can you believe what happened? Can you believe you dropped that pass? If we only made that field, if they only made those couple three-pointers, we would have won. If only you didn't take that time out or sub that player, we would have won. I got screwed by the referees, right? If you say that, you're not going to improve your handicapping. You have to be able to say where you were wrong because we're kind of transitioning, right? We're going from the on the field to the handicapping now because on the field, understanding you've got to be, you've got to, try and shed your bias as best possible. But when it comes to handicapping, we've got to also look at, at what's going on on the field and say, okay, what were we right? What were we wrong about? That under nine and a half I gave out last week, and you bet your ass. I'm watching that game going, okay, clearly this was not a good handicap. Where 
was the computer and my approach and and looking at these pitchers and what they've done where was where did I miss something here because if I had the chance to bet that again I wouldn't now most of the times that I make a bet like 85% of the time or so I would say I walk away from the game saying you know what good handicap whether I won or lost and that's what's important. You've got to evaluate your own handicapping just as much as you're evaluating the games and the teams. We've got to evaluate ourselves as well. Why did I bet that game? Was I right betting that game? Would I do that again if I had a chance? And that goes for wins and losses. You know, a lot of times when we win, that will blind or cover up a really bad handicap. And this happens for the best of us. This happens to me all the time where I'll have a handicap and I'll go, boy, that was off. I mean, thank God I won. I'll take the money. They don't keep the money when the handicap's wrong, but the handicap was off. And, and that's why it's funny. If you ever hear someone giving a pick, you know, and they say, let, let's say a team gives a pick. Let's say, I don't know, let, let's use a complete hypothetical. Let's say the, the Chiefs are playing the, uh, uh, the Raiders. And it's Chiefs, Raiders, and, and, and some handicapper out there says, you know what? I like the the Raiders in this one because the Chiefs are banged up a little bit offensively and the Raiders' defense has been playing well. And, the, you know, the Chiefs' defense has been playing well too. So I see a real low-scoring game. And the lower the scoring game, you know, I think that the, the Raiders and Jimmy G are going to have a better chance to move the football, and blah, blah, blah. So give me the Raiders in a low-scoring game to cover the spread, right? So if that's their, if that's their, their handicap and the handicap wins, but... It's 42-41. Was that handicapper really correct in his prediction what would happen in the game? Or did they just get lucky that the, it happened to cover and it would be completely different? So that's my point is if, it, if the game goes so uh, polar opposite than how you saw it going, but you still happen to win, you've got to be able to say, okay, that was a bad handicap. I got that one wrong. But what can we learn about that moving forward so we don't make that mistake again? You know, so and I hope I didn't muddy things up with that whole example of the uh, football game with uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. But you get my point, I I hope, that if you say the game's going to go one way and you have the handicap and the game goes a different way and then handicap wins, then you didn't really have the game right, in my opinion. You know, so evaluating yourself and how it goes. And look, you can also lose a game that you had nailed. That happens all the time where you, it went exactly how you thought it would go. You got every goddamn part of that handicap right. You nailed it. The math was right. You were right, and you lose the bet. That feels awful, right? But but evaluating your handicap, you can go back and say, you know what? I was right there. I'm going to repeat that process because the game didn't go our way. That's going to happen sometimes, but we did a good job. Now, this all comes back to being able to accurately evaluate because if you're not accurately evaluating the teams you're watching, if you're not accurately evaluating your own handicapping, you're not going to get far at all. If anything, you may go backwards. If you're one of these people who gets so caught up in your own feelings and your own handicap and you never criticize yourself and you're, you know, you always want to protect yourself. It's like, you're not, in my opinion, you're not, you're not going to be great at this because you got to be able to say, damn, I was right here. I was wrong here. And if everything's someone else's fault, you're never going to learn. So I feel like you're never going to learn. I'm talking to kids here, but, uh, so that's really important. You know, how you watch games is really important. But it's also very important to remember this fact that many of us can watch a game. And I'm talking about many of us, very smart, very objective sports bettors can watch a game and see two different things. Many smart people can see the same thing and and disagree on what they're seeing. This is what people don't get in politics these days. I'm not going to get on a whole thing here, but it's like, hey, you realize that people can disagree and still be okay people. 
Not everyone who disagrees with you is a, is a moron out there. And same thing with sports, right? So, sorry, I'm not going to go into the whole politics thing. But uh, uh, same thing with sports. So, let's give an example. Okay, baseball example. Let's say you're watching a baseball game, and the game is bottom of the seventh inning, 1-1. Doesn't matter who's playing. Okay, it's 1-1, bottom of the seventh. One team has nine hits. One team has three hits. There's two different ways to look at this situation. You could say, okay, well, clearly the team with nine hits is playing much better. Offense is much more dialed in. If they keep this up, which they should, they're going to have a good chance to win and cover. So let's, let's bet them. All right, that's one point of view. Team with nine hits is going to win. Other point of view, just as rational, says, look, the team with three hits should be thankful that you know they didn't give up more, but now it's a tie game in the seventh. Brand new life. Great price, even though this is a, a brand new thing. Let's bet on that team. And this is the same mentality with the team who's, uh, you know, with three hits. Same mentality that you hear in football where it's like, you know, going into halftime, we're only down three and we threw three picks. We had three interceptions the first half. We're only down three? Oh, thank God. Let's, let's put it together and come back and win this thing. Same mentality, right? So who's right? Which way do you want to bet? And obviously the answer is there is no right answer, especially if the team with three hits is a good offense that just, you know, things may not have gone there, you know, maybe a couple bad breaks that game. And we're not going to start qualifying, but the point is, really, really, no one's wrong in that situation. That's my point. But a lot of you out there would probably argue to the death on one of those two things, either team to bet. When really at the end of the day, it comes down to the minute numbers, the math, and being as unbiased as possible. But that's something to remember. I wanted to give that that point because if you're sitting there with your buddy and they say something that you disagree with, you know they they may not. Both of you could be right in some weird way. And I'm not here to say I'll oh, let's all hold you know hold hands kumbaya, but that exists as well. And th- this is why this is also co- it's complicated to, to talk about these things, right? There's not ever one easy answer, one easy solution with any of this. But overall today, if you, take, if you take away one thing, when you're watching games, try and shed that bias. Try and bring it all back to what really happened. Be intrinsic. Be true. Be honest. That's going to help your evaluation of teams and your own handicapping as you move forward in your sports betting. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily. 